Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey everybody, welcome to our YouTube channel. My name is Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest. Love bringing these videos to you. So a lot of the times when I do a video, it's about a hot topic. And this is a topic that not a lot of people are talking about right now, but are we running out of copper? And copper is a very important commodity that's used in a lot of different things, especially things like uh, EVs with the growing demand on EVs. So I will start off by saying, is the demand too high that we can't keep up with the demand in copper? So with that, let's, let's, let's get right into it. Let's go into... Um, couple of stories that I have, and this is from CNBC. A lot of people look at and, and rely on CNBC, but the story says, and this was recently in the last couple of months or so, February, there isn't enough copper in the world and the shortage could last till 2030. So again, uh, a bold statement, a very bold statement, but does it have the chops to really uh, to, to meet up to that? Is there really not enough copper in the world? Next story, um, copper shortage getting real. And this was done in January of this year. We're among the first to report on how a decline in the productivity from existing copper mines driven by open pit to underground expansions and a decline in ore quality has been combining with a lack of new discoveries to produce a shortfall in uh, of the mined copper. And it talks a little bit more about where copper is used and wiring. And again, lithium ion batteries, which are in electric vehicles, motor cables, a lot of other things. All right. So two stories. How about another story? Three different articles from three different resources. Copper shortage 2023. Is there currently a short supply of copper worldwide? Now, this story was done in January. Interesting that I find a lot of these stories outside of the CNBC, outside of the CNBC story that go back in time. Nothing that's out a lot right now. Um, why is there a copper shortage in 2023? Everything from electrical systems to air conditioners to computer chips and blah, blah, blah. Since March, the cost of copper has decreased by about a third. That's what this story says. Investors are selling their holdings because they fear a global recession will lower the demand for a metal linked to expansion and development. Right? And there's a lot more in the story that we can go through as well. All right. Three stories. Now, let's go out to the NASDAQ. Uh, this is a NASDAQ. Well, actually, out of Reuters. Metal copper metals, copper supported, copper supported by the weaker dollar. Now, let's talk about commodities and the dollar. As the dollar gets lower or it weakens, things like copper, things like gold, things like oil, let's take oil out of it, things like copper, things like gold, other commodities really start to go up. Well, if that's the case and the dollar weakens, then the other side of the story says that copper's got some good upside. All right, how about this story? Copper's prices stuck in limbo, 
and this was April, this is recent, copper prices hold their ground with demand continuing to rise amidst projected supply shortages. All right, so it goes back to a short again. Low inventories add to support for copper prices amid a worsening global economic outlook, and Chile's copper production drops while Peru's mining capacity returns to following, uh, following protests. Chile is the big player in the whole copper space. All right, so now another story. Total copper demand by sector and scenario. Folks, I'm trying to dig into this story to really find out if there is a shortage in copper and do we need to be made aware of it. Now, this is demand of copper from 2020 to 2040. Notice by 2040, there's going to be a bigger, much bigger demand than where we are right now in 2023 or so. But I wanted to show from a clean energy perspective where we sit. This little dot says 2020, 24% uh, share of clean energy technologies. Going into 2030, 28%. Going into 2040, 32%. All right. So with that being said, um, that's a very interesting scenario. Share of effect of the clean energy and sustainable development scenario. This is the development scenario. This is... Uh, stated policy scenario, both of them are increasing as we move further out in time. So we do know that by way of clean energy, by way of electric vehicles, the demand for copper is going to be there. But copper is not just in just those things. Copper is also in EVs. It's also in electric networks. It's in other sectors. It's in, notice that the yellow sector or the yellow space is about other sectors. Copper is by far I think it's the third most demanded commodity out there. So um, if the demand is there, can the supply keep up? So I wanted to see list of countries by copper production. Chile, Chile, haha, Chile, it's not cold. Chile is number one, followed by Peru, China, Congo, United States, India, and so on. The latest that I could get by Wikipedia was 2020. We're currently sitting in 2023. And you can see the green line, which represents Chile. They are the most, uh, they produce the most copper. So I think that if nothing else, that's the country that we've got to keep our eyes on as far as from a production standpoint. Uh, are they going through stuff and are they, you know, are, are they able to produce it? And the last thing I wanted to bring up is Another article, man, I go through a lot of resources to bring this kind of information to you. But copper futures in the U.S. rose past $4.1 or $4.10 per pound in mid-April. Approaching, and when was this story done? Interesting, 2023 data. All right, as approaching their highest level since March 1st amid a weaker dollar. Again, a weaker dollar, commodities tend to go up, or people tend to go towards the commodities. Again, I got to do another story in regards to oil and the dollar as well. Um, bah, 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 bah. Strong credit with the growth in China underscored Chinese authorities' goal of stimulating infrastructure construction. Hmm, buildings, copper big in there. In the meantime, data from the London Metal Exchange showed inventories fell to 56,000 tons, the smallest amount since 2005. So there is a definite pullback, 
but does it pull back to the point that we say that it's a shortage, that it's a major calamity? Uh, I don't know yet. The development tracks stocks in the Shanghai Futures Exchange, which lost over one third since their peak in February. To add, Chile's state-owned Codeco said that the output in 2023 is estimated to sink as much as 7% after the 10.6% decline in 22. Depleting stocks worldwide uh, drove key commodity traders Trafigura to forecast copper prices at record highs this year. Meanwhile, supply and demand imbalances led Goldman Sachs to project a global shortage of visible copper inventories by September. All right, so the stories are out there, both for the good, both for the bad. And so let's go take this a step further. Let's get into the software and let's go take a look from a VectorVest perspective, copper. I've got one uh, ETF in there, which is CPOX. And then I've got four copper stocks that I, guys, that I want you guys to keep your eyes on. Notice that when I analyze these, fundamentally, copper is not sound, but it is on the rise. Looking at relative timing on copper, all of these stocks to include the ETF are all in uptrends. They're either buy or hold recommendations. Now, what else catches my attention? Look at the growth on these stocks outside of the ETF. All of them are negative earnings growth. So that means they're not making money. Are they not making money because they can't keep up with the demand that the supply is not there? Is the story warranted? All right. That we are going through a shortage. Now, as I look at the CNBC story and I was just scouring around, there wasn't a whole lot of people talking about it. So as I look at this, I'm going to graph all of these and I'm going to put these on a one-year graph. I usually don't do that, but I'm going to put these on a one-year graph. Here's the ETF on CPOX. Nice little bounce off his level of support, definitely rising higher. But if the demand is there and the supply is not there, prices are going to go higher. And that's what I'm seeing going on right now. There's CopEx. Let's move over to LUNMF, which is London Mining. Look at that move right at resistance right now. SCCO, uh, a copper stock that we've talked about in the software many a times, hitting a new one-year high right now. Looking at FCX Freeport, uh, moving higher, coming off. All of these are looking the same, all rising right now. I would love to see some of these get past their levels of uh, resistance before I pull the trigger on them. The question is, are we going through a shortage in copper right now? The stories say that we need to be aware of it. Do I want to say we need to panic about it? No. The production is still there, but going into the future, uh, you saw the stories in regards to what was going on with Chile, which is going on just in general. There could be a shortage, but I'm thinking about short term right now. It may not be a bad play as a commodity, as an investor in the market to play any of the five that I showed you. But in order, you know, they play them all or play all of them at the same time. Just look at the ETF COPX. Keep your eyes on that, folks. This is going to be a continuing story. So as I get more information, I will report more about this shortage and see when we have to be really, really concerned. Right now, I don't think we need to be super concerned just quite yet. But as a developing story, I will keep you updated. Folks, this video is over. And until the next time, see ya.
Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.